I'm stoked. You stoked? I'm stoked. Just I'm stoked. so stoked. TGIF, I am Dina Kupfer with CBS 13 and Good Day Sacramento. Thanks so much for subscribing to the Friday Freshies podcast. It is Friday, March 1st, 2019. You are listening to episode 9. What a winter this has been for California. Records shattered for snow totals at many of our Tahoe resorts. Now that February has officially wrapped up, we are on to the next thing, which has been formally referred to as Miracle March, although we don't really need to make up for any lack of snow because it's been insane up in the Sierra. Some of our resorts have already announced that they will be extending operations. I'm going to tell you more about that coming up in a few minutes, but first, let's talk weekend weather. More snow is in the forecast from Friday through Sunday, so plan on another very busy weekend on the roads. I-80 shut down for long stretches of time this week, and it's possible we could see that happen again over the weekend. So just be aware, if you are going to be traveling, carry the chains, carry the food, the water, the extra clothes, and be safe out there. A winter storm watch is in effect from late Friday night through Saturday afternoon, so we could expect very heavy amounts of snow, accumulations of about 6 to 10 inches in places below 7,000 feet. If you are going above 7,000 feet, we could see more than 20 inches of snow fall between Friday and Sunday. So let's go day by day. Friday, a 30% chance of snow, mainly after 5 p.m. Before then, it will be mostly cloudy. We will see some strong gusts Friday, about 30 miles per hour at times, with little to no snow expected earlier in the day. But then Friday night comes in, the precip chance goes up to about 70%, and we could see between 1 to 3 inches possible Friday night at the lower levels, even more at the ridgelines. Then Saturday, snow before 11 a.m., and then it could be a mix of rain and snow at some of the base levels on our mountains. The high only about 35 degrees and so it's not going to be super cold so it could be some of that wet snow coming down Saturday morning but as the day goes on we could see accumulations of about 6 to 10 inches during the day then Saturday night another couple of inches as well down at the lower levels but remember if you are planning on going above 7,000 feet by the end of the storm we could see between 20 to 24 inches of snow. Sunday, another morning where snow is likely, possibly mixed in with a little bit of rain early on, and then the clouds roll in. There is a chance of things clearing up a little bit Sunday night. Right now, it looks like the snow chances go down, the rain chances go up, because temperatures are going to be warmer on Sunday. But as you are headed down Interstate 80 or US 50 from Tahoe, be prepared for dicey conditions on the road. Now, I don't want to say the snow has been too much of a good thing, but I know that it has been very challenging for Caltrans crews to be able to clear the snow. They've been working on avalanche control. There's also a lot of concern when it comes to just having room on the sides of the shoulders because they have to have somewhere for all that snow to go. So be on the lookout for Caltrans snow removal equipment if you are headed up this weekend. Now, some of our resorts have already announced they will be extending operations this year. Heavenly Mountain Resort plans to extend the season through April 28th with a bonus three-day weekend, May 3rd through the 5th. Yes, that is Cinco de Mayo weekend. 
Then Northstar is also planning to extend their season through April 21st. Kirkwood is extending through April 14th with a bonus three days, April 19th, 20th, and 21st. And then if you hadn't already heard, Mammoth Mountain in the Eastern Sierra has already announced they will be open through July 4th this year. So get those Independence Day plans going because you will definitely want to go spend that at Mammoth. And I wouldn't be surprised if another Tahoe resort, not naming names, is possibly open during the Independence Day holiday as well. But we'll wait to see. All right, our fresh topic of the week today. So two weeks ago, two skiers and their dog were reported missing in the Sierra, miles away from Highway 88 and Peddler Hill. They built a snow cave to survive in those sub-freezing temperatures. The helicopter crew couldn't get up there initially because of weather. So on Saturday when they wanted to go, it was snowing. The earliest day they could get up was Monday, two days later. While the crew that was on that helicopter, I got to speak with the pilot, Dan Lewis of CHP, one of the officers. He said they did get the call at 9 a.m. Monday. They were on that mountain by 9.30, and they knew where the vehicle was, where these skiers had parked, but they didn't know the exact location of the skiers. So I'm going to start our interview when the crew got on scene, and they began to search the area, and they finally spotted those skiers. And we started to see... um ski tracks in the area so we concentrated on that general location and my flight officer um, paramedic who's uh, officer norgard he uh, looked out his side and saw the party waving in the uh, snow in the tree line which was pretty lucky to have them been found that quick because usually it takes a long time to find people Absolutely. And just in these conditions, obviously, it was incredibly cold. We had sub-freezing temperatures in the overnight hours. Uh, so these uh, skiers had been out in these elements for a couple of days. At that point, uh, when you guys did approach them, you saw them waving. Did you expect that they would be in good enough health to be able to hoist them up? Did you have to drop any of your paramedics down on the ground, or was this all able to be uh, done through the hoist and in the air up to the helicopter? Yeah, I think when we arrived on scene that it was 19 degrees temperature, but uh, when we talked to one of the deputies, he's, I think I remember him saying it was um, 4 degrees overnight, so uh, we were really concerned about them being hypothermic and the condition that, you know, cold injuries that they might have, so we weren't sure that they'd be able to even ride a hoist up or what we'd have to do, um, and we don't have any contact with them other than when we originally got on scene, as the video shows, we, we see one waving and then uh, the other female emerges from the snow cave. And, I mean, that's amazing that they had the uh, the uh, preparedness to build a snow cave, which probably saved their life throughout the night by uh, doing the right thing and getting in a snow cave and getting warm. But uh, our concern was uh, trying to get them out of there and trying to get the dog out of there also and everybody uh, get to safety. So we returned to the uh, um, Peddler Hill, and we picked up uh, one of the rescuers, and then we hoisted one of the rescuers down to them and then he was able to make contact and assess the situation better. And so uh, you guys were able to successfully hoist not just these two skiers, but also the dog. Talk about that mission. I mean, is that something you've had to do before, hoist a dog up into a helicopter? Uh, I think we've done it once before. I'm not positive on that. But uh, the rescuer that we inserted was Jason Calvert with the El Dorado County Sheriff's Department, and uh, or, uh, yeah, for the search and rescue team. But uh, so we inserted him, and then uh, we were kind of trying to decide how to best to extract everybody. Um, uh, one of the options was to have uh, Jason Calvert 
uh, hike out with the dog. But uh, and great on Jason's part where he had the ingenuity to, he took some uh, extra webbing that he had and he made a harness for the dog and wrapped it around the dog. And then with the uh, equipment we have, the hoist equipment, um, we call it a uh, rescue seat. So he put himself in the rescue seat and then put the dog on his lap and then harnessed the dog to himself. And then that's how we hoisted him out after we hoisted out uh, the uh, two parties. Wow. So, so incredible. Just the work that needs to be done. Jason did a great job doing that and figuring out how to do it. Yeah. (laughs) We just went with his plan, so. Absolutely. All right. So, so you do get the skiers uh, successfully into the helicopter. Uh, We can't go into too many details on their conditions now, but were they in a state of mind to, uh, you know, at least be alert and and understanding what was going on after so many days in the cold? Yeah, they understood the the directions. I mean, obviously, you know, it's just a cold injury that they sustained. Um, I I never did talk to them um, because my exposure to them was looking back and seeing them in the back of the helicopter after we hoisted them, then we dropped them off, and we were still running the helicopter when we dropped them off at the uh, at the uh, Peddler Hill LZ to give them to the uh, rescue personnel that were there. So we, we never had direct contact with them, but uh, they did look cold, um, and I think they were pretty grateful to be um, out of the situation they were in. Absolutely. You know, a, a lot of people are so tempted right now to get up into the backcountry. We have areas of the Sierra that are covered with more snow than, you know, it's been in quite some time, and I think it's very tempting. Is there a message here that you just want people to know? I'm, I'm sure you don't want to ever have to do uh, operations like these, but it happens, and, and I think sometimes people don't realize that the conditions can turn so quickly when they're out there, even if they're experienced. Yeah, it, it's it, being prepared is a big thing. Um, I think uh, the parties that we rescued were able to get a cell phone text message out to her husband, but uh, I'm not sure if they were able to give the exact location. But uh, you know, being prepared, having a light source, a fire, um, some ability to make fire, and being able to maybe a tent or something to to stay. But uh, they were obviously prepared enough and knowledgeable enough to build a snow cave and make it through the night. Um, that was great on their part. But, uh, you know, I, I would never recommend that people don't go enjoy the Sierras. They should be up there having a good time, and that's part of the benefits of living in California is we have all the recreational areas to go use, and sometimes it, it things happen where people get lost, and that's why we're here to help people and the search and rescue teams that do an excellent job. And El Dorado County called out um, search and rescue teams from all over that responded and uh, they do a great job, and they're all volunteers. And you know, we saw a search and rescue from Contra Costa County. We saw one from Marin. Uh, Tahoe Nordic Rescue Team was responding. So it was a great response from um, all these allied agencies that come together to help these people out. Wow, just an incredible rescue operation. Again, that was CHP officer pilot Dan Lewis on board that helicopter when they safely were able to rescue two skiers and their dog in the Sierra from Highway 88 and Peddler Hill two weeks ago. All right, that is going to do it for your Friday Freshies Episode 9. Thank you so much for subscribing, and remember to tell your friends about the podcast. We will continue to bring you the latest ski and snowboard industry news and weather updates every week. And don't forget to join us on Good Day Sacramento Friday mornings to hear the stoked word of the day. All right, friends, enjoy all that fresh powder. If you make it up the hill this weekend, just remember to drive safely, pack your patience, and enjoy those powder turns.